Herschel, man, you look nice, dude. Thanks, man. I'm what up, Kyle? Already, I've already recorded you. I'm super jealous, but I gotta go find a blazer, I think. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's all good, man. Hey, how are you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. What about you, bro? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Just living the life, enjoying a Friday, and I can't believe that it's almost March already. This year's going by way too fast. Oh, my God. Don't mind me. <laughs> so where, where are you at right now your your background uh for people who are listening is he looks like there looks like there's a pool in your backyard yeah i'm at my house so i'm just sitting here cool man maybe you're down in florida yeah i'm over here in tampa oh man oh tampa you guys gosh poor you you know with your super bowl championship and your Dude, we've been doing great since I got and your here. stanley cup and your your beach weather all year round you guys are really uh having a tough time over there yeah, I know. I showed up, bro, and we just started winning everything. I'm just kidding. Hey, man. So you you just got to Tampa like last year? No, no, I've been there about three years. Okay, very cool. So, but relatively new. But now, now that you've kind of made it your home, obviously people like Tom Brady want to go there and um... right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm talking all the time about it. I was like, dude, yeah, you gotta hey, yeah, you know, you gotta hit up TV. You know, I I was texting him this morning, and uh, he's he's my guy. Uh, just kidding. He never text back, bro. Yeah, Don't. you know, never text back. You know. If anything, he'll uh, he'll just send you a picture and it's like a meme or something. Um, but uh, cool, man. So you're tell us a little about yourself. So obviously you're you're a young guy, you're a sales guy, you're in the solar industry. H- have you always been in the solar industry? Give us a little background on your on you. Yeah, so I've been in uh, home improvement sales for about five years. Um, I started off selling water softeners, and then we still do. I still have a company called uh, Gulf Coast Water Management that we do over here locally, and then I moved on to I had a friend in solar about a year and a half ago that was talking to me about it. And then whenever COVID happened, uh, for a minute, all of the water financing companies wrote us and said that they weren't, you know, financing water softeners. So I was looking for another product to sell for the month while it was shut down. And then I got into solar and bro, it's just really, it's really easy to sell. I mean, you don't have to sell it, right? You just got to find more customers. Yeah, no, it's, I, I think you had a similar experience that I did when I, I was like, wait, how, commissions how much yeah. <laughs> anyway and so they're they're saving money afterwards oh hmm oh <laughs> and uh, it's just it's such a cool industry to be in and it is uh definitely for compared to like water sales i, I have no experience with water sales but i like it's a lot like vacuum or uh, window sales yeah or... and i've seen the, but i've seen those sales and uh yeah solar seems to be uh more fun or at least easier for, in my in my opinion but um so you're relatively new to the solar space how has the last year gone oh man it's been incredible so we're up to a team of about i think there's about three salespeople um that i'm using and then we've done about 20 something deals this month i think like 25 we've written over 30 but um i think about 23 or 24 files are moving forward so far this month in uh, february and then we originally started when I did this, I was just using door knockers and uh, I was doing everything in home, setting appointments and going back to the houses. I talked to a buddy of mine who was selling Texas, like, bro, why are you setting appointments? Why don't you just pitch them right there on the door? And I'm like, what well, did all of a sudden I'm signing up everybody at their door. And then I had a buddy who's like, man, why don't you sell over the phone? And I'm like, uh, I've heard a lot of people say they sell over the phone. You know, I haven't actually met anybody who's doing like at volume scalable, maybe callbacks or getting somebody back that's consistently selling over the phone. And I'm like, you guys doing a zoom call? He's like, no. And I hadn't seen what it was. And then, um, it was a buddy of mine who I still work with right now. He brought me in to do phone sales and it's just been phenomenal. Now it's just like, you know, a normal solar sale for me is about five to 15 minutes. 
and then everything else is paperwork, which I usually have an assistant who's doing all of that for me. Awesome, man. So you're, you've, uh, kind of dived in and you've gotten a crash course in solar and it sounds like you're, you're obviously you're crushing it. Uh, so you are currently, how are you doing all phone now or are you doing any door to door? What, what, what are you doing currently? So I currently have about four canvassers that go out that sell, uh, the water systems door to door. And then of course we call them back and anybody who didn't get, you know, basically we're gathering phone numbers. Right. And then we also call them back and sell them solar, uh, power is really cheap where I'm at. And then everything else is pretty much just feeding my, uh, solar business for the, uh, for the Facebook ads. Cool, man. Yeah, dude. Facebook ads, obviously that's my, uh, my area of expertise, but that's, that's incredible. So you're doing phone and you're not doing zoom. Um, is there, have you tried zoom? Mm-hmm. Bunch of times. Yeah. That's how I got into the phones. Love okay. It. Oh so what God. are you, but what are you doing currently now? Are you still on the phones or are you doing zoom? Phone. Cool. 100%. Awesome. We don't really jump on a uh, video call. I tried to bring a couple of customers that I sold. Hey, let me just meet you. I bring them on the call. Seems really awkward. doesn't seem to really make a difference. I definitely, I don't think the zoom uh, increases my closing percentage. I don't think them, I mean, I don't think they need to see me to uh, know if they're getting a good deal or not. I think my uh, big approach with phones that might be a little, or with solar in general, that's different is I do not do a presentation or explain anything that they don't necessarily ask me or care about. Like I don't mislead people. I just tell them what I think they need to know. So like my normal pitch is about five minutes of, so who's your power company? You say, okay. And then what's your average power bill? It's about, okay. And then, so I could probably get it down to this. And then you just basically pay for the solar. We do leases and loans. You can do whatever. You do a lease, the payment goes up every year. You do a loan and then all the money is basically going towards paying it off. And after you pay it off, you don't own it anymore. Really, Trey, well, how much is it? Uh, what did you say? Your power bill is 200 bucks. It's about $2,400 a year. 10 years, that'd be about $24,000. In 20 years, that's about 48 grand. Based on the price of power going up, you're probably looking at closer to about mm, 60 to $80,000 worth of power. I'm sure we can get it done for a lot less than that. Awesome. I love how uh, you overcame the price objection on the spot by uh, anchoring it to what they're already paying in electricity. Um, and I think that's, right. I think that right there was gold. So that was awesome. Um, so you, you do it all pretty much right on the spot on the phone, takes 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, what, what have you learned since you transitioned to the phone? What, what did you come in and you, what were your misconceptions? Cause it sounded like you weren't hundred percent sold on being able to do it on the phone, but what, what was the learning curve like for you? Yeah. Just understanding how simple the decision can be and that, so with water, it's more of an emotional impulse sale. I get the people, you know, they, they already knew their water was bad. We're in Florida, the water's horrible here. So they're like, you know, oh man, you know, I have to get them thinking that it's really, really horrible. I got to get them really to explain how bad it is and get them emotional about the sale. But um, as I realized with solar, I don't need to get them emotional. They don't need, it's not an emotional impulse sale. It's hundred percent logic. It logically makes sense. And the only benefit is saving money. So why are we talking about anything else except for the only reason why they're even interested in going so to me personally, which is the money. I mean, I know there's other minor reasons, but it all comes down to price, right? If these things were free, everybody had solar on their house and we wouldn't even need salespeople. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's true. And that's, I think one of the things that you've kind of, um, I think you have an understanding of and that you've already explained is that 
one of the things that beginner, the mistakes that beginners make is they get too into the details. They want to talk about the type of panel. They want to talk about how it works. They want to, they provide more information that the customer's not necessarily asking for. And right. when you do that, number one, they're probably not going to remember all that. Um, and then number two, you're kind of just making it, making them think more than they really need to when it comes to making a practical decision. Um, and uh, I always saw that oh, with 100%. my background in the fitness industry is the same thing where people don't care about the the reason you're doing an exercise. They don't care about the physiology or the the biomechanics. They care about losing weight, right? So you're, you do, you're doing this because- You're in the fitness industry, huh? Yeah, I was a, I was a fitness manager. So uh, when you do that- That's and you're why like, you uh, look so big. What that? So that's why you got them big old arms, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I, you know what's funny? I'm tiny right now. I'm, I'm small. I've been doing like uh, me, my, one of my New Year's. My New Year's resolution was uh, I'm doing push-ups every single day. So like I started with like uh, just like something small, like 60 a day. And now I'm up to 100 a day, where I'm doing two sets of 50, and uh, that's fun. Um, but yeah, right. once right. again, it's just I came from the fitness industry, and I was trying to sell people like, hey, you want to do personal training? We'll, we'll get you into shape. It costs two grand a month and it like it was a it was very I mean, it was a tough sale like obviously there's people that can't afford personal training but the majority right. of middle class people probably can't and solar is not that way at all because it is super practical and if it makes a lot of sense for the majority of people so They're that's uh that's really uh it's just such a cool industry to be in um so when you now that you're on the phone are you staying local have you done all around it sounds like you're doing facebook ads so i'd assume you've tested yeah. other markets mostly california um, we do Texas and Florida though too, but mostly California. Cause California, they, they pay a lot of electricity there. Right, man. It's a really, really simple sale. And I also like how familiar they are with it. Yeah. So right, like a lot of people have it with, uh, California, are you targeting both, uh, SoCal, I mean, I guess SoCal and NorCal PG and E SoCal Edison, San Diego. Um, with the installer I'm working at with right now, he mostly just wants us to stay in SoCal. So that's where I've been working with. Cool, man. Um, well, I think like 11 counties pretty much in the South. So. Have you noticed any differences in like personalities or differences in how you have to pitch with a California resident compared to a Florida or Texas? Oh man, I'm so glad you brought up this. Yes. So I live basically everything with me is statistics. So I do what's called CapCAD, which is calls, appointments, pitches. That's my marketing side, right? And then closing side is credit approved docs. So that's what I'm trying to get through on the phone sale. So we are pitching in Florida and Texas, man, the, uh, they always just seem to say yes. It seems to be really easy. And they always seem to have really bad credit or live in like, you know, I've seen like in Texas, I had a bunch of, I go, I usually have already sold the deal before I go and design the system. I've kind of gotten them to agree like, hey, if I can save you some money, you want to do this, right? Then I go and design the system and I'll look at it. And I'm like, you live inside of like a metal storage container. <laughs> like This isn't a house. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was doing. I don't have any power at all. You don't even have power. Okay, I get what you're saying. You just need, this isn't the same. We're not on this. Thanks, bro. <laughs> like, this is not what we're doing. So in California, when I ask somebody how much they make a year, it tends to be, oh, I make about 80. Make, I make about 120, uh, about 220, something like that. In Florida and Texas, it's like, I make about 30,000. <laughs> you know, I, that's about the pretty, the normal. Maybe they make... I mean, sometimes I get 12,000 on social security. So it's just like, a, I notice a big difference in income and uh, credit on the amount of people I have to talk to to run. Now, whether or not that, now I also notice that whenever I'm running Facebook ads in Florida, my lead cost is a fourth of the price. So it's probably just more people that we have to filter through. 
I just see with how much money that the people are saving in California, it's been a little bit easier. I'm not spending a million dollars a month. We're only at about 40 grand a month. So I'm sure once we get to where we're, you know, at two or $300,000, I'm going to have to be hitting more areas. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, one of the things too, that, um, I, I, cause I'm originally from California. So I, I lived there. I moved here out here to Utah two, a little over two years ago. And, uh, one of the things too, about California is yeah, their income super high, but the reason you're encountering that is because the people that have income less than a hundred thousand, they don't own their home. It's almost, right. it's almost impossible. Um, for, and depending on where you live, of course, if you live out in the desert in California, then you probably can. But, um, so it's, it's just, it's interesting how the markets are so different. That's kind of one of the, one of the reasons why I think like national minimum wage is kind of a silly idea. It's like, why do we need a minimum wage the same in Alabama that we have in California? Um, and, uh, but that's beside the point with, with California leads, obviously it's all about saving. So you're walk me through the entire, I want to, I'm trying to kind of get a grasp of your concept. So you're 15 to 10 minute closing calls before you design the system. And that's after the lead has come in. Right. So is that your first contact with the lead? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Can we, can we just do like a little role play and kind of like, if I, if, can you show Go me ahead, Dan, answer the phone? I'm going to pretend you're a South California Edison customer. I'm sure everybody on the call or watching this is pretty familiar with this call. Go ahead. Okay. Um, perfect. So ring, ring, I answer. Hello. Hey, is this Kyle? Uh, yeah, it is. Hey, Kyle, this is uh, Herschel with um, the California Energy, whoever. Um, we were just, uh, we got your uh, form on Facebook. You reached out about a uh, about a gift card and solar. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, okay, perfect. You have solar on your house already? Uh, I don't. Okay. And who's your power company? Uh, my power company is SoCal Edison. Okay, Edison, perfect. And then what's your average power bill? Uh, I don't know. In the summer, it's probably 250, and then in the winter, it's probably like 120. Okay, about 120. Gotcha. Okay, 250 to 120. So, so you probably you probably power bill is about like on average about 180. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so we're probably going to get you about. I want to make sure you got enough power so that you don't end up with a solar bill and a power bill. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can you explain to me how, uh, how does it work? So I would still have a bill for both. No, no, no. So now you just, I mean, you have your uh, connection fee, which is probably like 10 to 15 bucks to Addison. And then, uh, I think, I don't know. And then the, um, you just basically pay for the solar and then the solar is going to get rid of your power bill. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And, power. and, now you'll be just and how much, how much does the solar cost? Yeah, so you're at, you said about 200 and so we need about $220 worth of power. I can probably get you about 200. And then for the gift card is, um, you said it's, it's $500 going to be enough. What was that? For the gift card promotion that you got, that you signed up was uh, is $500 going to be enough? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I believe it was $500. Did you want an Amazon or a Walmart visa? Which one would be better for you? Uh, Amazon for sure. Amazon. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. $500 Amazon gift card. Yeah, we can get you that with the uh, solar system. I get you about $220 worth of power. I should be able to get you down to probably about 150 to 170 a month for about $220 worth of power. Does that sound good? I mean, yeah, that, that sounds awesome. So that would basically just replace my electric bill. Yeah, exactly. And then we do loans or leases with a lease. You pretty much just, I mean, you just basically renew it every 25 years. Are you working right now? Uh, yeah, yes, I am. Okay, so with a loan, you get a 26% tax credit. With the uh, lease, the tax credit goes to the leasing company. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, so how does the tax credit work? 
Yeah, so um, basically the uh, government's going to pay for about 26% of the system uh, through your tax liability. So you just take a form 5695, you can have you or your CPA fill it out. You're going to put how much you paid for your solar and then um, they all do it against your taxes. You can take that money and put it towards your solar or you could use it for something else and your payment will go up. Oh, oh very cool. So I, but I only get that if I if I if I lease it or what was how do I get that? Yeah, you got to own it. That's for a loan. Yeah. So then they help you pay it off. So. We're paying, you're paying about 220 right now for power. So it's about, to do easy, it's about 200 bucks a month. It's about $2,400 a year. 10 years would be $24,000. In 20 years, it'd be about $48,000. Based on the price of power going up, probably be about 60 to 70 grand. Um, we're probably gonna be able to get it done for about, probably about half of that. Oh, that, that sounds awesome. And then do the panels, do, do they go bad? How, how long do they last? Yeah, so we do a 30-year aftermarket solar insurer uh, bumper-to-bumper warranty. So it covers labor, everything else. It's all inclusive. If you have any issues, you just call us. It won't cost you a dollar. Huh? Cool. Well, uh, so basically our process since COVID is we're not really sending anybody out right now. We do this phone call. I'm going to go ahead and see if you and your home qualify. As long as that's good, then uh, we're going to go ahead and do some uh, docs. This is just getting you ready for everything. I'll have someone call you and do a welcome call. They're going to go every over everything again. As long as everything sounds right and sounds good, then we're going to send somebody out next week to do a site survey. When they come out to your house, they're going to take measurements, make sure that all my work's good and that we're going to be able to do it. And then if there's any changes, we can make it at that time. Other than that, as long as you're good, sounds great to you, then we'll go ahead and start pulling permits. Usually takes us about two to six weeks to get the permits back. As soon as we have the permits, we can usually come out and do the job. And it usually only takes about one to two days. Huh. So, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Cool. So let's go ahead and see if you qualify. Just give me one second, Kyle. Cool. That's pretty much my call. Awesome, man. Very so that's nice. even with you throwing in some stuff. They usually don't even ask me all that other stuff you just said. So. Yeah, no, I, uh, I was, was extended call right there. I was, uh, what was that? That was an extended call right there. Yeah, no, no, I know. I was, well, I was trying, uh, anytime you give me an opportunity to ask a question, I, I, anytime you give a homeowner an opportunity to ask a question, they typically do. So I, wow. uh, I was trying to keep you on your game and get around it, but that's, I like it because it's super direct and obviously you're basically you're assuming the call from, or assuming the close from the first time that you open your mouth. Um, right. And uh, the gift card approach, obviously, whatever your hook is from your advertising or was, yeah. referral bonus or whatever that attracted them to to talk to you, you have to make sure that you tie that in really early because otherwise you're just going to lose them. Right, uh, and I make it sound like, like once they take ownership over that, they already took ownership over the solar, right? Because one assumes the other. You want the yeah. gift card, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of gift card did you want? I want an Amazon one, All right? They don't say, hey, hey, hold on. I don't even say I'm getting solar yet. They didn't stop me, right? And he's just like, yeah, I'll take the gift card. Huh. Awesome, man. Uh, and do you have, are, are you doing all the phone sales yourself? Are you training your team of salespeople to do the same thing? Yeah, I have me and uh, basically one other guy I really trust doing it. I've got about another three other people that do some phone sales for me. Awesome, man. How many, how many, uh, phone sales calls do you do you have in a typical day and like what's the most you've ever had in a day yeah so we are so the most booked appointments that we've ever had that were also confirmed was i think 24 usually takes us two appointments to get it confirmed so that was 48 that was back in october we got shut down on facebook for about three or four months and then we just relaunched last month and we got it going a good again and now we're just about hitting um we're hitting about 10 appointments a day off of about a thousand confirmed appointments a day off about a thousand dollars i usually have um one of the girls at the office texting the leads to make mm -hmm. sure they'll get their appointments the ones that don't answer we call anyway but the ones that do answer we go ahead and make proposals for before we get on the call with them oh that, that brings me up to one of my next questions which was say you have leads obviously you have a lot of leads 
you reach out to them. One of the things that I have as a marketing agency is getting my clients to call their leads effectively. Um, how many touch points, do, how many attempts do you guys have to try to get these people on the phone and what's your kind of your strategy or your plan for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we call them probably two or three times. Or we probably call them about three times that day and text them a few times at the time of their appointment, whenever they book for. And of course we, we call them whenever they immediately book their appointment to try and confirm them. And then we call them on the day of, and uh, which we know seems to work because people actually reach back out to us if we're a couple of minutes late on calling them and ask why, where their phone call is, which is super, super awesome for me. And then what I do is I, I use go high level. At the end of it, I download the CSV and then I upload it into an auto dialer once a week. And then we beat the list. We basically beat all the leads to death until we get an answer from every single one of them. So when you say auto dialer, what, um, can you explain the auto dialer to me? What software do you use? Call tools, call tools.com. Um, I think I pay like $150 a chair and I pay for about, I have three seats right now. I pay about hundred bucks. A so is that a power dialer where it rings multiple and then whoever answers first you're connected to? Right. Yeah. Oh. Just like Zen call. I think Zen call is another one that's like really popular. Yeah. Very cool. Cause the reason I asked is cause high level has a power dialer as well, but that one is just more of a, it goes down the list yeah. where it's calls one, 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 one. And, uh, that's, it, it's effective for making sure that people make their attempts, but, um, it's not as effective as getting people on the phone as quickly as possible. So it takes more human time to do what you're doing. And, you know, since we already had them opt in, you know, the privacy policy already covered that they obviously didn't read, but it already covered that they were going to be auto dialed and that it would, you know, that was how we were going to attempt to reach them. So, you know, for me, I just want to get an answer from them. You know, I don't care if it's a yes or a no or whatever it is. I just want each lead to have a disposition. Like, what did this guy say? Yeah. And don't, and the big thing is, is for reps out there, because I think one of the things that you're a very good example of is we are able to have whatever our hook is, like whether it's $500, $1,000, whether it's a gift card, whether it's cash back, whether it's like there's whether I know there's people that do like actual items and things that are worth thing or like does a like a free generator um like no matter what your is, what was that yeah I do I do any of those promotions yeah, yeah and that's and I think that's the thing that uh more people in the the industry on the sales side need to understand about the marketing side is we use a hook just to grab their attention and you then you we just then you use the hook to bridge the gap to the sales conversation but you have to be flexible because the bottom line is yes solar is awesome yes it's practical yes it saves money but if you don't if you want to pay a hundred dollars a lead then yeah go and create an ad that says hey yeah, uh, this, these are the solar panels that we're looking to sell. Um, but you have to obviously get their interest and grab their attention and that's what you're using. And I think, uh, I am, I think it's a fine line that you always have to walk to be ethical, of course, but it sounds like you're doing it the right way where, um, it's, it's all tied together and you're, then you're able to pivot from the hook that got them interested. They still get that, which is important. And then right. you're able to transfer the conversation and get to know about more, um, uh, about what it's going to do for them. So you, them you really don't. What was that? The deal. I said, I'll give them more than one. That's why I asked you. I was like, hey, is $500 going to be enough? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing too, that is obviously we can adjust that because we're, we're very flexible in especially in markets like California where they're paying insane prices um, for electricity. Then uh, we, we have a little bit more flexibility with that. Um, have you ever done phone sales or tried to do phone sales in a market and failed? Are you there? 
Yeah, I'm thinking. Hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking. Have you ever? Oh, uh, it, maybe not. Fa failed's a strong word. Have you ever? Have you ever gone into a market and struggled? And if yeah, so, honestly, what was yeah, the market, yeah, yeah. and why do you think that happened? Um, Texas uh, is like for phone sales is a little tougher. Florida, I guess, just because we ran into so many credit turndowns. I guess, but I mean, I could. I mean, I guess there's just as many credit. I guess it just means we're running credit a lot. It was just one of those things. I like with with California. I'm hardly getting credit to turndowns. Like we. Like I got a, I got a denial notice. So basically I'm checking my phone while everybody's working. I have an office about 10 minutes from here that I have about two or three people at working all the time. And um, from about 12 to midnight, because you know, we're three hours um, ahead of California. And so I'm usually looking, you know, I always see, you know, approval notification, dockside notification, NTP notification. Then yesterday I saw like a denial notification. I'm like, what, huh? Did Lone Pal say no this time? And then I was actually like, kind of, I like forgot. Shot. Thankfully, Pace picked them up. Yeah. With uh, you know, one of the things you mentioned was like those the houses that look more like, like tin cans that are spread throughout this country. And I will tell you, until you run a Facebook ad for solar, you will never realize how many of those houses there are. Um, it's really quite funny because I mean, we obviously I I have I mean we run ads all over the place, but like a lot of those southern states but california as well there's there's a lot of houses that maybe aren't there's a lot of houses that probably aren't up to code to get solar in the first place um, but there's right. just a lot more of that in this country than i, I ever realized until i started running those ads but it's 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 kind of sad too because those are probably the people that are that could use it the most as far as the financial benefits um but uh i mean there's not much we can do if they if we can't put solar in their house yeah, they got our money, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was got there. I mean, to some um, degree, they always have credit. It, what is your favorite objection to overcome? It's a hard or, one. I wish they just didn't have any. Um. Or, or which one is the easiest i know from any any sales guy knows like they they have obviously we, we have responses ready for um all the different objections but what specific objection when you hear it does your ear perk up and you get excited because you know exactly what you're going to say and you know that it's effective i really don't hear any other ones in this industry other than i need to think about it or just give us a call back in a couple of months or send it to me you know and it's pretty much me they're all the same one it's like hey we're not doing this today it's about the only one i get it's my easiest one to overcome for me huh. Give me a call back. And uh, what was your response to that? Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if people tell me to give me a call back. It's usually one of three things. Uh, before I get off this call, man, can I share those with you? Perfect. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. I mean, there's about, th okay. I usually go with one of these. I'm going to change it right now. So I'm going to do, there's three types of families, Kyle. There's people that take care of a problem before it ever occurs. There's people that take care of it as soon as they find out about it. And the other family lets the problem take care of them. Now, which category would you put your family into? Uh, oh, the the first one the first one oh so you take care of a problem before it ever happens right kyle yeah i do whenever you moved in here were there solar panels on the house no so it was impossible for you to take care of this high power bill before you moved in right what was it possible for me to do that it was impossible before you moved in because there weren't solar panels in the house yet were there no great well now that you know there's a problem kyle when would be the best time to take care of it uh now i guess I thought so too. Let's go ahead and qualify. Oh, uh, sorry, man. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that, but it was like, yeah, I mean, that's no matter what I could see. So 
giving them options and obviously you have responses prepared for each of them um, and but also, also compare taking all your objections that you might hear and kind of getting down to the root of them which is going to be one of those basic responses which is basically not right now um, because obviously if you've done your job and you've qualified them if you know they're a homeowner if you know their credit score if you know they make money then there's no other real objections that that might come up that, that can actually influence their decision um, very cool man so what about Facebook ads. So you're running Facebook ads. It sounds like your hook is related to a gift card. Um, how are you running the ads yourself? Are you working with a company who, how, what has that process been like for you? Because it sounds like you were primarily yeah, a door to door person. Yeah, we run them ourselves. I've been doing, um, what was it? I did that. I bought the Ty Lopez course. What was it? Two, three years ago. Uh, SMMA. I went to GrowthCon. I, I read the, uh, I heard the click funnels pitch on uh, GrowthCon two or three. Yeah. So I've been into, um, I've been into, uh, funneling and, uh, and building, websites and stuff, but I was mainly in door to door. Right. So it was more like almost like a, a hobbyist thing. And then I see salt because I tried to do it with water, bro. And I just, I mean, I never figured it out. I still don't have it. I'm sure there's somebody out there killing it with it. Um, but, uh, I worked ran into solar. I'm like, Oh wow. This stuff works mad, like magic yeah. water. You're more like kind of setting them up like, Hey, you're going to come do a water test. And it's really a sales demonstration. You might not even know there's a product didn't work as well on Facebook to do the, uh, hide, hide from people thing solar you could just be up out in front we sell solar and still get customers it's amazing yeah it's it's just such a such a great industry to be in um so what are your are, what are your plans are you a solar guy now for for good what, what do you where do you see the industry going and uh do you plan on continuing to grow your company yeah totally i'm uh, i'm just into any sort of home improvement sales like anything for a house i like uh i like the solar industry i like roofing industry i like uh, the water industry i'm still in um you know, depending, I mean, to me, it's just where you're putting your money, right? So wherever my money is going to make me the most money is where I would like to invest it. Yeah. Solar sure. right now seems to be great. So like basically I'm just taking my water money. It only takes me like one to six days to get paid on a water deal. And, you know, it takes me anywhere from three to six months to get paid on a solar deal. <laughs> so I just take the water money and then put it into the solar money. That's what we're doing. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, it sounds like for sure. I, I like, um, it's, it's cool that you're offering more and when you have that home services background, you're able to per position yourself as more of an expert to the homeowner rather than just being a solar sales guy. You can be a home improvement person right? and you are able to leave the door open to help them with additional services in the future. So they really do tie in quite a bit. Um, and awesome, man. Well, I, I just want to say, obviously, I, I appreciate your time. I, I think you, appreciate yours. You, pro you provided a lot of value um, and obviously you're, you're crushing it and you're doing well and you're always a, a fun guy to, to post in the groups and all that stuff. So um, last words of wisdom, I guess let's do one thing. If you had to give advice to a solar rep who is brand new to the industry, what would be the number one piece of advice you would give them? Don't overcomplicate the sale. Perfect. Cause I agree. And it kind of goes with everything that we've been talking about, um, with anything too, especially if you're not knowledgeable, that's the last, if you're not knowledgeable at a subject, that's the last time that you want to start talking at length about the subject. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying to go and be completely unknowledgeable about selling solar, but I'm just saying when you don't know something, uh, don't, tr don't try to misrepresent it when you're talking to the All customer, right. but at the same time, also keep it simple. Same with marketing and sales. What does the what does the customer really want? They probably are interested because they want to save money. Yeah, the other stuff's good too, but focus on that and focus on solving that problem, and your your process is going to go so much more smoother. 
Awesome, Herschel. So if anyone listening or watching this wanted to reach out and connect with you, what would be the best way for them to contact you? Uh, hit me up on Facebook. I'm usually there. Um, that's about it. I'm usually on Facebook. Yeah, man. Oh. He's in the groups. He, he's around. Uh, Solar Herschel. Mastermind. Herschel there you go. is his name. What was that? Go to Solar Mastermind. Facebook.com groups, uh, Solar the, the Solar Mastermind. That is what I have. Awesome, man. So one of the things to do is when we publish this, I'll, I'll put a link to that Solar Mastermind group in the bio down below. Um, Herschel, once again, thank you, and I hope you have an awesome day. Cool. Thank you so much, Kyle, for having me, bro. Amen. Later, you guys. Take care.